0: All right, the a black opinionated woman, also known as a bow. Thank you for joining in. If you're new to my channel, go ahead and hit that thumbs up because I'm amazing in every way and I can do no wrong. So I must apologize. Um, we have people um, doing some landscaping and so trimming some bushes and trees and that and such. So that's the sound that you hear. Ooh, all right, so look, what am I talking about today? This is the thumbnail that you should have selected, but it wouldn't let me fix it. So I got to do it on the back end. No more babies. So the title is really, um, what is the cause of low birth rate? Right. Why are women choosing not to have a whole bunch of children? Okay. So look, are you serious right now? Okay. Hurry up. Go. So, my daughter just snuck down here because she has some candy that she shouldn't eat right before she goes to practice because she's going to have a sugar crash. So, um, all right. So we're, okay, let me just get into it. Sorry, I had a whole lot of distractions. So what's the cause of the low birth rate? Why are women not having babies? So one of the questions I would like to pose, and hopefully, oh, sorry, add that back in. You know, I would like to pose this. Do you think that feminism is at fault? I know, I know there's a lot of people out there blaming feminism for everything. They're like, no, not the feminism. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, with the rise in people who supported uh, feminist ideas, which is the equality of women among the sexes, right? Um, originally, you know, when you think about feminism, it was really, you know... <sighs> being like an advocate for the right to property, the right to vote in these various waves. I think the first one was primarily um, centered around, if I remember correctly, women's suffrage, and that was the right to vote. And then it became more about having other kinds of rights, you know, um, to hold property. And I can't remember exactly what it is. I have to really look it up, to be honest. Second wave feminism, third wave feminism. Um, I think it was on, uh, let me see, was it around the body? Um, I'm having a moment and you have like three or four ways of feminism. One of them was, which was identity. Uh, I would say this. I think when women started entering the workforce, I think there were a lot of things that were going to be counterproductive to motherhood right now. I do have a couple of notes here. I think one, I think what happened was when, when feminism Kind of like started to really take root, we had a lot of ground root stuff. I think women realized that, like, hey, I can make my own income and I don't have to be beholden to my husband. Now, it took a period of time for this, but I think what happens is I think it's just the natural um, course of events. You know, women were like, I really don't want to be stuck home, you know, with all these children. You know, um, because raising children is a lot. On any given day, I'm side the ones I have. And for those of you who don't know, I have four. So it's it's really difficult. And so I think what happened was that women felt like, or they had the opportunity to choose a different path. They didn't have to be a stay-at-home mom. Um, they could choose something different. Many women didn't even enjoy womanhood. This, I mean, uh, motherhood, I said womanhood, motherhood. I think even nowadays, there's a lot of women who are like, I am not about that baby life. And I can't knock them. A lot of people want to rag women for this, right? But they're just kind of like, I don't want to have children. And for, it's for a variety of reasons. But when you have the rise of women in the workforce, they're making more money. They're owning homes. They have a sense of individuality, a sense of freedom. With that comes, hey, I don't choose to take on the role of being a mother, most often, it is the woman who sacrifices her career, whether you give it up entirely or oftentimes you're not promoted as quickly because you're the one who's attending all of the doctor's appointments and whatever, right? Now, This does not mean that there aren't men who aren't hands-on. I'm just saying this is typically what happens. And so when you're constantly missing work or you don't have the opportunity to pursue maybe a certification or anything like that, I mean, your career does suffer. I think when women were um, in the workplace, um, I think what happened was there was a lot of role reversals as far as... um, Especially, I'm going to say, in the Black community, right? Especially when we went through that period of, we had mass incarceration. We had a lot going on at the time when women, Black women in particular, didn't have the option of even staying home, right? They didn't have the option of just raising children. They had to actually secure income secure a safe place to live, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So what happened was there was this rise of uh, feminism where women had options, right? And they're like, well, I'm choosing not to have a ton of children. Um, I'm choosing career. I'm choosing to exercise other um, interests. And so that, I think, was like a reason why there are less children. Women are choosing to have less children. I, it just really comes down to choices. But I will say this, and I'm seeing this, this isn't just a woman thing. I'm going to say this is generational. I would go on to my next point to say um, it is incredibly expensive to have children, especially nowadays. Uh, we are dealing with this, this inflation. The cost of housing is high. The cost of health care is high. The cost of child care is high. It is incredibly expensive to have children. It is counterproductive to most people where wages are stagnant, right? So women are and, and families in general are not having as many children, if any. Um, I think right now when you talk to so many young people, there's a feeling of like, I don't want to say helplessness, but they're just not here for it. They're like, I literally am staying with my parents because I can't afford to buy a home or I can't afford my rent. I can't afford anything. So I'm hearing that a lot. I'm listening to people who have two children and they are scraping by putting their children in daycare and they have good paying jobs. Like they have careers. I'm talking about like software developers and that type of thing. They're like, I can't have a third because daycare is is high. And it's not because that they're paying uh, the workers. Right. Um. But it's just so high. So many people are like, why would I want to have children just so, you know, I can eat spam all day? Um, I think going back to the working women, well, I wouldn't say so much as just feminism. I would say working women, which was probably a byproduct of feminism and suffrage and all that good stuff. I mean, to be honest, let me just say this. It wasn't just feminism. I think with women in the workplace, a lot of things happened post-World War. OK, when women had to enter into the workplace because there were so many men who were gone. Um, so they started working. But I think when you have women in the workplace, it's really difficult to have to be there for your children. And then now even just daycare alone, not only is it high, but it's really difficult to secure a spot. I don't know. I I think when you think about all this, I I know when I talk to women, at least women in the past, I mean, maybe in some instances it's gotten better, but there's not a whole lot of support for women who want to have children. And I'm not going to just say women. I'm going to say families, families, because I think for the first time during this pandemic, I started seeing um, men were affected by this because they were like, look, look. It's not like my income is going up, but I'm paying for all this daycare, you know, and they were having to miss work too, because if they had two people in the home, maybe the wife had a position where she really couldn't miss that much work. So the men took it on the chin. I've seen that happen. So yeah, people are like, I don't want to have children. Feminism was the cause. I think you got high inflation in the economy. You got women who are working and there's a lack of support. Um, the pandemic definitely made things worse. There were so many women who had to stop working. Some people in my neighborhood stopped working. Well, one person in particular, you know, that person was affected by it. So the pandemic is like, well, look, if I'm not working, well, this, this person is fine in my neighborhood, but there are other people who, I think it was just really difficult. It was challenging because if the other parent couldn't work, so then they stay home with the children, but they're like, I'm not going to have any more kids. I'm missing income. And, you know, people want to be, people who genuinely are hardworking people, they take pride in knowing that they can take care of their families. And it's tough when, you have a person who's working the economy is it's very expensive and then it's like you still want to do things with your children like now these are first world problems but you still want to be able to do things like hey do you want to play this sport some sports are more expensive than others you need equipment you need to be able to get there and get back now with gas just being totally ignorant i'm like people are like i you know the pandemic you know really you know hurt a lot of families, but I'm looking at going, circling back to women, you know, working, you got women who chose to, to get educated. And I would say primarily, even with black women, they were forced to um, obtain an education. They were forced to work. They were forced to purchase homes and stuff like that because they didn't have the support. Right. Well, with that, they put all having children, they put off having children. So one of the reasons now why you're seeing people not having children today is because, well, that window has closed. They're waiting too late. They're trying to settle themselves so that they can live comfortably, right? Um, I think it's also difficult with women in the workforce now who are achieving great things. And now it's like, who's going to take a backseat? The woman who has a thriving career or the man? These are real issues, right? So it's kind of like both work really hard, but it's kind of like, well, because you have a womb, it's like, hey, people just expect you to just, you know, and it's each his own. Everybody has a different uh, path in life. But I do think that that's part of it, where women are just like, so I got to like give up my career that I enjoy. I enjoy what I do. I find fulfillment in what I'm doing. I'm not really all that thrilled with having 500 kids, if any. That's part of it. I think women are really valuing their individuality and independence because it's like I don't, they they get the choice of not having to be a mother. Now, I think with many people, maybe even in my age group, many people had to deal with practically helping to raise their siblings. So that was something that they didn't want to do when they had the opportunity to just live their lives. They were like, well, I don't want to do this. I had to help raise my siblings. You got all that going on. Um, And also with the birth rates going down, I will say this. When the economy was thriving and like doing its thing, people who chose to have children later were taking, not taking advantage, but they were like exploring other um, fertility options such as IVF and stuff like that. Well, when the economy takes a downturn, people aren't necessarily trying to like, Spend all that money on on embryos and and, and IVF because those are not cheap options. So anyway, what I'm saying is you've got all that going on, and you know when people were were you know, um, I hate saying exploiting, but you know like taking advantage of the opportunity of opportunity of IVF. You know they were having multiples. So you got twins and triplets and and quads and all kinds of stuff happening, right? And so now you've got people who were financially stable, at least perceived to be, they're getting an instantly ready-made family, two, three, 500 kids. And now we've got a situation where it's kind of like, does it make sense to pay for all that when people are like, I just want to put food on my table. Food costs are high. Gas is high. Adoption is expensive. Oh, I was going to say one thing, as far as those who are waiting until later, I mean, it becomes more complicated too, because they're waiting till later to secure their, their career um, and, and live life. So I will say this, don't come here, I'm almost done, okay? Just give me a couple of minutes, babe. So I will say this, in summary, I think part of the reason why There's multiple reasons why women are are not having children. You've got the effects of feminism. You've got women in the workplace. You've got the economy. You've got um, people choosing to have children later in life. You've got people who... Can't have children for a variety of health reasons, especially with black women. There's a lot of health challenges that affect maternal birth rate with black women that, you know, that are not addressed. So it's making it even more difficult. So we are having, I think we have higher um, birth deaths and that type of thing. We can't even adopt at this point. It's, it's, it's so expensive and it's, a, it's an arduous process. Nevertheless, a lot of people think like, oh, if we just reverse Roe v. Way, this is gonna increase things. I'm like, you're I don't know. I think people I think what you're gonna see is people who are gonna engage in some not so legal activities. I think you're gonna have those who have access to resources, they're going to leverage those resources to have um family friends that who are in the industry help them take care of it, it will have been a miscarriage versus, you know, an unaliving of a baby. I think all these things are going to happen. Um, I don't think this is going to go the way the lawmakers or the Supreme Court think that this is going to be, but I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. Let me go ahead and throw out my little ticker. Hey, look, just my opinion. But yeah. People are opting not to have children. And although I'm saying it's women, actually, there are a lot of men who are like, yeah, I'm not about that life. It's just so expensive. I just want to enjoy my wife. It could be because maybe there's some challenges there, or maybe they just really don't want to have children. There's so many people. I've heard this so many times. I've had plenty of conversations with 30-somethings, 29 and 30-somethings. They're like, It is so expensive. I just don't want to have a baby. I can't afford a house. I can barely afford my rent. My income is not high enough. It costs too much to have health care. Food is high. Gas is high. Everything is high. And now you want me to have a baby? Hell, I mean, the cost of putting a child in daycare is high. Now, I know what I was paying when I had my 500 babies. I, 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 you know, if you're, if you're a smart enough person, you will be able to weed out the noise. There are going to be groups of people who are going to blame feminism. There are going to be groups of people who are going to say it's a particular political party. You got to weed out the noise and you have to exercise a little bit of critical thinking. I'm just saying there are multiple reasons why. Man, they are really loud out here trying to trim these hedges. man. I'm like, yo, right when I'm trying to like close out. I just think that people in general are shying away from having children. And I'm hearing it more and more. And And the people who are saying it are getting younger and younger. Now, I will say this. The younger and younger I hear people talking about it, I don't know if it's hope. I don't know if it's wisdom. I think maybe those answers may change provided our economy changes. But what I know right now is people are like, I can barely get in what little bit of house I have. And they're like so thankful they have what they have. They're like, I can't afford a child. I don't care how many ways they want to reverse things. But they're like, I can't afford daycare and health care and gas and food and a house and my child and and live a halfway decent life. They're like, nope, I'd rather just have some experiences and do some other things. All right. That's it for me. Go ahead and subscribe because I'm amazing in every way and I could do no wrong. Go ahead and hit the thumbs up, share it with your friends, leave a comment that actually lets the algorithm know that you're like, I really like her because she's amazing. I keep telling you guys how amazing I am. I don't know if that makes me a narcissist or what, or maybe a sociopath. I don't know, but um, go ahead hit that button. That definitely helps. If you have anything to say, go ahead, leave a comment. But look, I'm getting ready to get off of this thing because I got to take my pork chops out the oven. I got to warm up some vegetables and I got to get my kids all the way situated. It's Friday afternoon. I need to get my um, libation ready for sitting outside at this practice. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it with me. All right, until next time. Wait, where's my like outro? I always mess this up. Black and P native woman, out.